Welcome back to The Risk Report. This is episode number 72, and today I am joined by a very special friend of mine, very talented singer-songwriter, Ali Embry. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming This on. is my first podcast. This is your first podcast? This is my first podcast This is ever. the first podcast of the year. Yes. Hopefully a better year than last, so. Yeah, I don't know. Everything <laughs> seems to be going backwards. I know. I don't know. I think it'll start to get better soon. Yeah. I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of crazy mess, like mandates coming back and other countries are starting to get a little crazy. Again. Yeah. But the thing is, is I think the virus is getting weaker and weaker as it mutates. Yeah. But that's... it's just this past strain, Omicron, was so freaking contagious that everyone and their mother was getting it. Yeah including myself, being home alone on Christmas, which was interesting. Um, Seemed a lot of people got it around that time. Yeah. Well, how, so, was, how was New York with that? New York. You were out in New York. Yes. New York was amazing. So it's funny because I was, so I was in New York City for a few days. My friend, one of my childhood friends lives like an hour outside of the city. And I wanted to go visit her and just like get away for a few days. And I was like, I, there's a good chance I'm going to come back with COVID. But I had a work. You already knew it. Yeah, but I had a work holiday party <coughs> the night before I left, and I'm pretty sure that's where I got it because two of my coworkers so tested positive. Yeah, so I just infested New York New City York with City? COVID, but it's okay because so many people up there are Vaccinated. moving down here. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So that was interesting. You have to show your vax card to get in everywhere, but. I'm vaccinated, and you've been vaccinated. So, yeah. That's what I found interesting. I, I feel like a lot of people that were vaccinated got it yeah. this time around. Yeah. I'm so. not like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm like kind of pro. Case. Yeah. I'm like kind of pro vaccine. But at first, I was like, I don't really think I need it. But I essentially got it because I wanted my mom to feel more comfortable because my yeah. mom is, was very anxious about it. Um, mm hmm. And I, I knew that. that I would have to have it to travel. And I last year I was like, I decided that I was going to be traveling a lot more and it's started to happen. And a lot of places, you know, require it now and airlines and you still have to get tested. A lot of airlines require that, but it's just, I feel like a lot easier. So to just have it and just yeah. get going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you were to travel to fucking Africa, you'd have to get all those shots anyway. Oh my right? God. Yeah. There's like a ton of shots you have to get, I think. I just think it's crazy that the forcing or the attempted forcing of like taking the taking the vaccine and Yeah. I feel like you want to get a vaccine, get the vaccine. You don't want to get it, don't get it. Yeah. Get it's interesting for sure. There's no chill mode. Everyone's just like it's the Spider Man meme of everyone pointing, you know, yes. the Spider Man <laughs> meme of pointing each other. That's what it is. It's one of my favorite memes. Yeah. That's what I feel like it's going on. It, it's, yeah. Everyone po uh, pointing the fingers and blaming each other, like, oh, they don't wear masks. They're not vaccinated. Yeah. And then the it's other so people divided. are like, you like our country's vaccinated, so you're going to die. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm kind of in <laughs> But between. other than that, in the, the vid, how was, oh, uh, how was New York? How was yes. New York? So New York was amazing. So it's funny because this was my second time in New York. And my first time I went was, I think like five years ago, I went with my boyfriend at the time and I really didn't like it. It was really fucking cold when I went. um, And I wasn't really prepared like the first time. And I remember my toes being so cold and like I couldn't wear two pairs of socks with my boots because then my boots were too small and like your feet swell when you're walking around a lot. Mm -hmm. So like my toes were just so cold. I was miserable. (laughs) And I just, we just did touristy stuff and like the hotel, he had his cousin come in one night and the hotel was just too small. So it was like three of us in one bed and it was just not a really good experience. Yeah. It seems like everything is so expensive there. And then it's also the tiniest thing you can get. Yeah. You want to get a fancy plate of food? It's going to be the tiniest little plate you've ever seen. You want yeah. to get an apartment? It's the tiniest fucking yeah. studio ever. So true. But um, so I was looking forward to having a new experience um, in New York. And my friend that lives up there now, she's like an hour and a half outside of the city. I knew that she knew spots in the city that weren't super touristy. So I was like, okay, I'm going to actually be able to get like a real experience, not just like a touristy experience, which is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So we walked around a lot. Obviously, we went to Central Park one day um, and we just explored a lot of areas. And it's just crazy because people are so different up there. I feel like yeah. I like the style is different. Yeah. And I mean, it's obviously colder up there. So people dress differently because of that as well. But it was just so cool to people watch and so many people are so much more creative than down here i feel like south florida can be really pretentious and materialistic and as an artist as i'm sure you know i feel like sometimes it's hard to like find people to fit in with down here um and i feel like it's just so much more common in new york you know so i honestly fell in love with it when I was up and I want to move there as of really? right now I want to move there that's awesome yeah that's so. interesting because so many people are having the reverse feeling exactly but you found something that you know you found something else there yeah and yeah those cities I mean it's gritty it can be gritty it can yeah. be a, a struggle but that you know that feels always great art great writings great whatever mm-hmm. you know yeah because people people up there have a pace to them you know a yeah. more fast pace yes getting shit done yeah you know? and on the move we're down here south florida florida in general pretty relaxed yeah want, you know, we wake up yeah. 9 30 most people they fucking go to the beach mm-hmm. they fucking chilling you know so it's interesting because some more yeah get so up, go and get it I grew up in Florida and I think that's why part of why I want something different. And I knew like the past few months, I knew that I wanted to move out of Florida, even if it's just for a year while I'm young. Um, But I didn't really think New York would be the place, but I don't know. I kind of want to, I want to experience it while I'm still young. And I don't know. I just grew up in this laid back Florida lifestyle. And I feel like as I get older, I'm becoming more motivated lately. So I want to also be in the environment where people are, you know, hustling and in grind mode and 
just being around that and being around creative people and in a different environment. And um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see when it happens. It's obviously expensive. So I have to figure out all of that. But yeah, it seems like if something's calling you, then yeah, have it in your mind and put yeah. it out into the world and yeah, work towards it and it'll fucking happen. Yeah. Know? I wrote it down on my right before the new year started. I ha- wrote a list of manifestations and affirmations. I don't like to say resolutions because resolutions to me, it's kind of like saying that there's something wrong that you need to resolve. But so I wrote down um, a lot of, you know, manifestations. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they say with manifesting, you want to write, you want to write it as if it's the present, you already have it. So like I have, I am. So I added it in there. So we'll Hmm. see. Check back in a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's just little little steps every day. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And as I'm getting older too, seeing how things have played out, it's just I've I've worked at it, I've thought about it, I've set little goals in like intervals, you know, mm-hmm. every couple years or so. Yeah. And um, you know, things happen and they'll they happen organically that way. You know, yeah. these, uh whether it's a job opportunity or, you know, some sort of reason to just create out there yeah. or elsewhere with certain people it all i feel like is a culmination of what you're doing mm-hmm. to eventually get there and then that in itself when you're there is preparing you for something else even. i know it's crazy, you know i know it's but crazy crystal to think turner about. um another singer songwriter mm-hmm. from south florida love her yeah she's great she was thinking about moving to new york for a while really mm-hmm might be something you might want to talk to her about was or well this was i would say maybe a year two years ago she was talking to me about it so i know she just got a dog she's so cute very cute dog yes i don't know man i'm all fucking alone here in this uh apartment yeah so i've been debating a cat but well i have plenty of cats if you want one (laughs) how many cats you got now you got two I have two at my place, but I have one at my mom's. But that's your um, mom's cat, right? Well, it was technically mine. I mean, it's kind of hers now, but they were all three at my place at once. Wow. And my mom was like, this is not okay. My mom's actually my landlord. Um, we don't live together, obviously. But um, yeah, she was like, this is just not going to fly. I, like, let me take one of them. Because Lemon, my gray cat, I don't know if you ever- they were beefing, yes, but Lemon loves to be outside. And there was actually um he like apparently scratched one of my neighbors like a kid and they like called the animal no whatever. Yeah, and it was this whole thing. But Lemon is so <laughs> Yeah, and Lemon is so sweet. I thought they were gonna take him away. I was like so upset, but Lemon is You're so like sweet. Looking at him, he's over there cuffed up, like looking at you from the from the yeah. Car, you know? <laughs> So, yeah, so she was like, just <laughs> bring him to me. And my mom has a really big yard and he loves being outside. So it just worked out better. Nice. But she's kind of still low key, wants him to go somewhere else. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but then, they, you know, she'll get attached if she's not already attached. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe a pet. A dog would be cool, but I don't have the time. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm working and i feel like they just gotta walk all the time they gotta take a piss all the time he's that, fucking dogs. Yeah. They're like old men yeah that's why old men that's why i initially got a cat because i love dogs too but cats are just a lot easier yeah. 
but and dogs get more expensive yeah yeah they seem to be a little more expensive you gotta groom these fuckers all the time yeah. crystal actually to touch again on crystal she yeah. just sent me a video of these cane corso puppies you know what a cane corso is no. it's like this large italian mastiff dog um and on the google description it's like large breed dog they got these pointy ears mm -hmm. and stuff and um they're they're used for herding cattle and livestock and hunting game and it's like and she was sending me this. It's like, how am I supposed? This dude needs a full time job. How am I gonna fucking have this guy in a in a one bedroom apartment? It'd be a sick dog, that's, but oh, that's, that's not way too big. Her dog? No, there's no. a bunch of little puppies. This oh. is a different dog. She's got a German Shepherd. Was she thinking about getting the other? No, oh, she for sent you. It to me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. She Ooh. sent it to me, which yeah. is honestly a dog that I would like to get eventually. But yeah, fuck. yeah, that thing is like. A, if it's high, it sounds like it's high energy. Then you He's, probably don't. they're actually very calm and stuff, but they're okay. so big. I mean, it's like a hundred pound dog. Yeah, you probably should wait until I don't know. Just wait a little yeah. bit. House a house. I was actually surprised when I was in New York about how many dogs I saw. Oh, and people just there's so many, but like there's also what, a decent amount of in the parks. sidewalk because there's like no grass out there. There's actually well, there's a lot of parks there. Surprisingly, have you ever been? I've never been to New York. Okay, there is a decent amount of parks there, and Central Park is actually really, really big. Um, so yeah, and there's people have like I was talking to this one guy, and he was like, "Yeah, there's like dog meetups and stuff like that." So, you know, dog meetups. Yeah, yeah. they got a like bunch small of small dogs shit. and then big dogs. So my aunt and my uh, grandfather. Here, this is oh the my dog. Gosh. Yeah, that thing looks scary. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a dog right there. That's the type of dog. Yeah. I would but yeah. actually, my my grandfather and my aunt they were up uh, in New York because he he was born and he grew up there until he was ten, mm -hmm. and then they moved to Puerto Rico. Uh, my great grandfather did. Okay. Moved to Puerto Rico, and my great grandfather there owned a bunch of these shops. I forget if it was. I think one. He said one of them was like Forty Second. I don't know. But uh, he had like really a bunch the of these little bodegas and stuff over there. Yeah. I actually just learned what that term meant. I was like, what's a bodega? And I heard it in this song. You know the song? Oh, yeah. It's like, meet me, meet me at the bodega or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Who like, is what that? is a bodega? My friend had to explain it's like a corner shop. I was like, no. <laughs> like, you don't call places like a that in shop, Florida yeah. bodegas. It's just a store or gas station. Yeah, those are little gas stations yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. Well, speaking of music now, you've got a new song, Virus. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, new single out on Spotify, iTunes, all of them. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I checked it out. I like the housey, yeah. you know, this kind of deep house feel to it. Yeah. I've it's always different. felt like your voice is just, it goes so well with that type of music. Yeah. You have like this, uh, it's one of the best voices I've heard out of like all the singers and musicians around i think you're definitely top as like your voice thank you it's got a like a beautiful haunting quality to it and i and i mean that in a positive super now positive i know <laughs> but because you know you. i like the darker stuff but yeah yeah but you have a really good voice thank you uh yeah it's interesting because as much as i have loved house music and electronic music for years I haven't really released anything 
I've collabed with a little bit, but this is the first track that I, I was, I co-released it with my good friend and producer. It's Chris Johnson, but this was the first track that was really upbeat that I've released. Um, and I want to do more of it, whether it's me releasing it or it's me collabing with with other DJs and producers, which I'm starting to do now. And because of that song, it's helped me like it's opened a door for me. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. And, um, I'm just seeing where it takes me and, you know, I ultimately want to do music full time. It's just a tough industry. Yeah, it's tough. It's saturated and the whole market is this, you know, social media platforms, you know, that's really all they care about. Yeah. And I don't have like a really big following and that's. Yeah. Well, it's tough when you're a creative person and a, and an artist and, you know, and you're making this stuff, and then on top of it, now you also have to be your PR, your manager, yeah. your, you know, you got to do a billion things at once yeah. to fucking make it. People don't understand, like and get you it get out it, there. but a lot of people don't. Like, yeah. as, uh, thank God for Lorenzo because like I wouldn't be where I am if I mm-hmm. didn't have him to record my music. Yeah, I mean, and mix it. The connections alone, they kind of show you that oh, this is the right path. You know, mm-hmm. you and your choices you've made throughout mm-hmm. this like journey and creating, mm-hmm. you know, it's those connections like with Lorenzo and with other musicians yeah. you know, that that really solidify that. Oh, shit, I'm meant to do this. You know, that's Doesn't what I really believe that, that there's fucking all these people blowing up. Who cares that the Island Boys blew up without oh cutting a record? Oh, my God. You don't know? get me started. They didn't even yeah. cut a record and they blew up. But <laughs> hey, it's OK, you know. Yeah. And everyone on TikTok, like TikTok. You're on the TikTok. I am on the TikTok. You're getting on the TikTok. The TikTok. I'm not TikTok famous by any means, but I'm fucking trying to at least do something <laughs> yeah, on there. I see it. Um, but no, these these like kids on TikTok, like I sound so fucking old, but you know, and I'm not trying to shit on them, but it's just like they got TikTok famous and then they just decided they want to like make a song and it's like okay and then most of them not all of them but most of them the song is super auto-tuned you know they didn't write it themselves and it's like okay just because you got famous on social media doesn't necessarily mean that you are meant to be yeah a musician yeah and the sad part well, you know and whatever that's people figuring out fuck i'm i got this if you got this platform, why the fuck not? Yeah, you know? I know. If, I, if I make it in, yeah. a, in a sense of like, if my music or one of these disciplines or whatever gets me to get recognized, then I'm going to use that platform to try other things yeah. too. You it know? is smart. Venture off into other things. And if yeah. they don't work out, they don't work out. Yeah. But um, so I get that aspect. But yeah, it's crazy because then if it's not for them, it's revealed to the whole world. <laughs> you know, it's revealed yeah. to like, their whole world yeah. which is whatever it's just their that's kind of tough for them know, because that is then they them. have so many people life. you know so many people listening to it and everyone's has something to say about everyone's it, so. an asshole you know yeah. the sad thing about these island boys is that everyone fucking boos them and looks at them as clowns and you know it's kind of that's sad to me dude like yeah. that's sad dude is that all these videos that I'm seeing of them popping up anywhere, and even though they're getting invited to these places, they get invited are just shitted. to be. Yeah, yeah. That's like it's disturbing. Like, it's like it's like the fucking classic 
chick flick uh movie scenario of like going to a high school party and like douchebags inviting the nerdy kid oh to God. somewhere to go pick on him yeah. you know what i mean no that's really fucking going immature. on that's really but this immature. is going on in on a on a global platform yeah in a sense. yeah it's it's a wild time it but is. for you like you've been making music for a long time yeah when did music start for you So music, I started singing when I could talk, basically. Um, So my dad is a musician. I don't know if you like. I I think so. Yeah, he was a guitar player. Yeah. So my dad mainly played guitar, but he could just kind of pick up any instrument by ear. Um, So he just really got me into music. I remember the first, I remember this day. This is one of my earliest memories. Thank you. Um, he came home one day with a flyer. This is when I lived in the Keys still with a flyer to a musical and for tryouts for kids. So he was like, you know, you should because I just always had this personality that like loved to be on stage and like perform, whether it was like performing for like doing weird things for friends and families, like as a little kid, you know, you put on like little shows or whatever. So he was like, you should audition for this musical. And so I did, and I got in, um, and I had to have been like six or seven years old, which is really young, you know? Um, So I grew up doing musical theater, um, and I was singing. That's tough. The musical theater is, I've always found that tough. Yeah. I never Um, did it, but. Yeah. I just, I just loved it. I loved anything music. Um, and I always grew up listening to music. You know, my dad was a contractor by day, really successful, had his own business. And then at night he was a musician and was playing with his band and we always would like go watch him perform, you know? Um, it was a really beautiful thing to grow up with, but when I was seven, he got cancer and passed away. So that was obviously a really big adjustment in my life um that's a hard that's hard thing to go through especially as a young kid yeah um but I still kept up with music obviously so I was taking piano lessons at that time and then I started taking violin lessons and then I moved a couple times and then I actually started violin again when I moved to Houston for four years because my mom got remarried so I started playing violin when I was maybe 10 or 11 Um, and that really stuck. I was like classically trained for years. I played it in college too. Um, and I love the violin, but I just always loved singing. So I picked up guitar when I was around 13 and I had someone at camp actually teach me a few chords, like just basic chords. And then I just kind of taught myself more and I just loved playing. So around that age, I wrote my first song. 13. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, yeah, it was like a love song. And like, I obviously, and I knew that I hadn't like been in love, but I just kind of like visualized, I have such a creative mind that I often still, and I'm sure you can relate to this, write songs about experiences that I haven't had. I do write a lot about experiences that I've had and that I'm having, but I also often write about experiences that I know other people have. And I kind of just like almost create like a movie in my head. Yeah of something and then I write yeah and sometimes if I'm like showing someone a song they're like so who's this about I'm like no one it's just like you know something that I created it's a um I think that shows that in your character there's 
you know, great empathy. Mm -hmm. Even from a young age that you're able to empathize with, with emotions you may have not really felt yet, but at the moment, and that's the crazy thing about music is that they evoke those types of emotions, you know? Yeah. Um, that you're able to understand somehow through your feeling that like, oh, this was a shitty situation, right? Yeah. I mean, how many 12-year-olds were singing uh, <laughs> Mr. Brightside, you know, yes. and just feeling the pain of getting cheated on or whatever yeah. without having probably been cheated on? It's so true. You know? Yeah. So, so your dad fueled something in you, mm -hmm. which is honestly very, like, that's a beautiful thing. That's such a touching, yeah. like, powerful yeah powerful thing it kind of goes back to why we even do this you know every with yeah. everyone blowing up and what's you know why yeah. we keep going it's like it's for that you know yeah i have to remind myself sometimes like there's been so many times where i kind of just want to like not give up entirely but i'm like okay so like when am i gonna like actually get like a corporate job yeah and i and i lately i'm just like no mm -hmm. no that's not for me and that's okay it's not for everyone. It is definitely for some people. But you know how they say there's like left-brained and right-brained. One of them, I don't know which one. One is more creative and one is more like logical and I think it's the left with numbers. Is the, is, the is the creative. Okay. Well, I am could be wrong. hella left-brained <laughs> because I just yeah. – I'm just meant to do it's something creative. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. And sometimes my mom is like, what are you doing with your life, Allie? Yeah, every, every <laughs> and that's time. okay, you know, but, you know, I'm 26 yeah. and it's like I feel really old, but then sometimes I talk to older people and they're like, you're still so young and it's okay that some people don't start living their dream until they're like 50, 60. Yes. Some people never live their dream, yeah. which to me is sad mm -hmm. because if we only have one life. That's the whole reason for it. Why you know, the fuck not? You need to just do what, what it is you want to do. So long as it's good, you know, don't be a yeah. fucking No, like you need to be person. good to other people. But, yeah. But yeah, in terms of this, yeah, dude, you got to go for yeah. it. Yeah. And it's an interesting thing. Like I've always felt this and I always kind of question this. Did I choose this or did it choose me? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And with your kind of backstory so far, it's like. You know, it was, it was presented to you. It yeah. was, you saw it, you, it made an impression on you and it was in a way gifted to you, but in no way is that talent or that ear or that is really gifted. You work for that. You know, you fucking started practicing music at an early yeah. age and you embrace that. And mm -hmm. so it is, a, I think it's a bit of both of choosing it, but choosing to follow through with what it is you're meant to be doing. Yeah, I agree with that. Cause I definitely think that I was. I think music runs in my blood from my dad. Um, I have a sister and she didn't really get the music gene, I guess you yeah. could say. But my mom is very artistic in drawing and painting and she got that from, from my her. mom. But um, so in a way, I think it does choose you. Um, but in a way, like you said, you choose to follow through with something mm -hmm. and I'm choosing to follow through with it. And I know that I'm going to be successful. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, when. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it, you know, sometimes it's definitely tough and a lot of people are kind of like, oh, so like you don't have a real job, even though I do have like a regular job as well. You know, people think, when people ask me like, what do you do? You know, 
I don't want to say what really what I do for my day job. I work yeah. at a wellness center. I which teach yoga, we, which, which we always do. Yeah. Right? You know, but it's, it's like the default. Yeah. It's like, why not ask, what are you passionate about? Like, what do you do? And if you do, you do what you're passionate about? Mm-hmm. Like, if not, that's okay. But like, what do you ultimately want to do? Because some people, it takes a while to get to where they want to be. And that's yeah. fine. We're yeah. all on different timelines. And, you know, I think millennials, are really starting to understand that. Yes. You know, well, we have changing. the we have the advantage, and this isn't to say that the younger generation doesn't have their set of um, people that are going to be just as driven, if not more. But we have the advantage of growing up in a time where we kind of got to be kids, and then get into our teens, and then internet and all this social media and everything started. Yeah. They just grew up with it. And yeah. I think that's going to make them a little different. And there's something to be said about persistence, you mm-hmm. know, and so we're in a culture of instant and these instant stars that go viral and stuff. But in reality, and what we learned from the seventies and earlier decades is they're going to be one hit wonders and, you know, artists that have a struggle artists that are relatable to the common man, they end yeah. up having a longevity tool, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. It's crazy how different things were back then yeah. compared to We're now. in a good time, I think. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of like time. you get the best of both worlds in a way. Yeah, it's a weird time and people can be very cynical about what the fuck the future is going to hold, but yeah, I think we're in the best fucking time, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I always think about like, oh shit, 1700s would have been a really damn bad time to be you know what i mean <laughs> yeah well back then i feel like i always think about the health aspect like if you health, get sick you just like die like war, you don't yeah you know yeah. i feel like you just had to fend you, if you had a successful life in the 1700s you probably killed a person or two <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and what women I mean? women didn't have any oh rights back then God. and like that's like the feminist in me but it's it's and they sad. died when they had babies yeah yeah you know, it's yeah. incredible that humans have populated so much with how, how much uh, history, at least the history that we've been taught, likes to show us that it was such a terrible time back then. Yeah. Or whatever. Honestly, it's so true. Um, yeah. But so what about your, so let's go back to, you were 13, right? That's where we mm-hmm. kind of started yeah. drifting. Yeah. But, uh, so I you know, was playing guitar and singing throughout high school. Mm -hmm. Um, I started uploading to like SoundCloud Mm -hmm. and onto like Facebook. And I had a talent show my senior year of high school. It was, it was just for singing, like a singing talent show. And I sang my cover of Creep by Radiohead. And I won the talent show. And like, I remember that moment being so special to me. Yeah. Because I didn't necessarily have the best and the strongest voice, but I remember that I knew that I was able to touch people's souls and emotions, as cheesy Mm -hmm. as that sounds. I was able to touch people and affect them to where they really felt it. Yeah, you feel it. Because that song is like pretty deep. Um, And I think that's ultimately what, you know, led me to winning it. But I think that that's. Ultimately, what I want to do in music is just 
touch people and yeah, connect and help people because music has gotten me through the darkest moments of my life. Um, so yeah, I went to school, I went to college for music, music business at FAU. And that's how I met Lorenzo. Um, one of my best friends from college. Um, and he started recording me and I think it was like sophomore year. We were like, he was really getting into recording and mixing, um, which he'd done for a while, I guess, but he was really starting to, you know, do it more. And he was like, Hey, why don't we do like a cover? Cause he was just like playing my guitar one day. And then I was like, Oh, let's try and do this song. And so we started recording. Um, and He's then I started, he it's really crazy. is. Yeah, he really is. It's crazy. Honestly, he can probably play guitar better than I can, <laughs> even he, though bass is his, was his main instrument. No, but he, yeah, he just, and his, what's impressive is his ear. His ear. Yeah. Well, you know? he, you know, he didn't really, I don't think he really knew how to read music when he got into FAU. Yeah. So, yeah, which is really interesting. Same time speaking to him around 13. You know, same time you started playing guitar. Yeah. That's what he Yeah. So he mainly just was playing by ear. And I think he had to learn how to read music in college, which is crazy because you would think that you would have to know how to do that already. But um, no, but But yeah. It just shows how how much of music is feel. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the best musicians. I think Jimi Hendrix didn't read music. Uh, Yeah. Tons of musicians. Yeah. I had um, my buddy Austin Allison. He plays for a band called Mirror. Her post- Post rock uh, band, kind of like Circus Survive. And oh, I like those yeah. those types mm-hmm. of bands. And he plays guitars and and, and sings. And uh, I had him on a podcast a couple episodes ago, and he said that he was talking to one buddy who's incredibly t- uh, talented musician, classically trained, and he said the the reason you learn to read music is so that you know the rules so you can break them. <laughs> I love that because a lot of musicians they can read music, but they have no creativity. Yeah, Some that have is so true. But they can't read music. That is so know? true. So, so yeah, you just use it as the as the roadmap, the guide to then play. Around, yeah, you know? yeah. I met a lot of um, orchestral um, artists that, like violin players and etc., that would just stick to the rules and I'm like, okay, but then they, they, but then when we had an assignment, like we had to write a piece, I remember in high school every year we had to write a piece. They had a really hard time because they couldn't necessarily get in touch with that creative aspect, Mm -hmm. but I kind of always had that within. So maybe reading music trains the right side of your brain a little more because it's so structured, almost like a mathematical equation. It is. And you have to rigorously, um, practice it and get it ingrained in like a muscle memory yeah that it maybe strengthens that side so well that it kind of hinders the other if you don't practice Mm -hmm. yeah it's so true you really have to practice both aspects i feel like with anything it's good to have a balance of creative and logical structural you know mine just have creative i don't (laughs) i feel you i I mean yeah i need to work on the right side a little bit Uh, so college, did you major in violin or did you major in guitar? Singing? I majored in music business, music but business. you have to have one. It, so the FAU music program, 
the commercial music program, I should say, has three um, sections, business, technology, which is like recording and mixing, which is what Lorenzo did. And then um, creative, I think, which is composition. Uh, I started off doing tech because I wanted to learn how to like record and produce. Mm -hmm. I kind of quickly learned that that just wasn't my niche. So then I moved to business, um, which did help because I learned how to create like a marketing plan and I kind of used myself as an artist to like learn how to do that. Um, but you have to have one main instrument or like your voice as a singer to get into the music program. So I use violin. So that was like my main instrument, but, um, yeah, music school was tough at points we had to take four courses of music theory, which is the math of music, by the way, yeah. it was hard as shit. Um, and then we had to take like sight singing and ear training. We had to take four courses of that. It was intense at times. That is intense. For sure. Um, but you know what? I used to think when I was like in high school, I just wasn't motivated generally in high school. And I kind of thought that I just wasn't really smart. I mean, I made good enough grades to get an FAU, but I just used to think I wasn't really that smart. But then when I got to college and started taking mostly music classes, I was making like almost straight A's and I was like, oh, I am smart yeah. just in a different way than you were studying what you were interested in. Yes, you know I mean? exactly. Yeah. Mine starts so. to wander at, the, at that age in school and, mm -hmm. you know, as you start to figure yourself out. Yeah. 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 That does sound pretty intense, but also like a great fucking experience that kind of yeah. builds you up. I mean, you guys, your group, you, Lorenzo, Lisa. You know. Love them. Yeah. I had a really good group of friends. You were um, all insanely talented musicians, you know. And I'm sure FAU definitely had a part in it in the uh yeah. training, you know, those yeah. four or five years pivotal mm -hmm. right there. Because yeah. you know, think about eighteen year old mindset. Now we look at it, it's like fuck, that's a young mindset, you know? Yeah. Like way different. I know. Way different from when we were eighteen. I like really thought I had it together when I was 18. I thought <laughs> I, think? I thought I was like so mature and now you I'm like, think? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like I feel like when I was 21, 22, I was like completely different. I know I wasn't completely different, but I know that I was very immature in certain ways. And I, that's like around the time that I met you. I think I was like 20, so. 21, but, um, yeah, it's just crazy to like the age gap between like 20 and 26 is really, really big in my eyes because of how much you learn in your early 20s. You know, each year is like so transitional. They I feel really like. Are. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. It's um, crazy. And now you have a, a yoga line. Is that what I've been seeing? You have like a clothing yes, line? Yes. So I have an online activewear store. Yeah. It's it's just a side thing. It's honestly not really making me much money, but That's I really okay. love doing it. Honestly, no. I love doing it. Um, but I wanted to get into e-commerce and like create passive income mm -hmm. um, to where I could kind of have money working for me while I sleep. Um, I definitely need to put in more money and time into marketing and just doing like social media ads and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I love yoga. So I kind of wanted to create, it started off with one of my friends as a women empowerment, like group, mm -hmm. um, with like an Instagram posting, 
um, like motivational quotes and stuff for women. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, how can I like make money from this? And I was like, yoga clothes. And I learned how you can do drop shipping, meaning you can sell stuff online, but not actually hold the inventory right, yourself. Right. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that for a little while. It's called Spiritual Sisters. Um, and I like it. So yeah. it's fun. You know what I should do? I should link you up with my sister. Okay. She's got a YouTube channel right now that's kind of like she's grown it pretty fast yeah. in the in the last year. I think she's at eight thousand subscribers right now. Oh, or good something for her. Like, that. like one of her videos is almost at a million. What is it? What is she? She's just working at a, at home. Oh, a fitness. Okay. Fitness. Okay. But it'd be great to have. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Your your products. Send her like some she's, merch. And, she's wearing yeah. it and she promotes it. She puts the link at the bottom. Hell yeah. You know, so I'll, I'll link that up. That's what I need to do too is, and I've been trying, but. It's, but again, that all happens organically. You mm-hmm. know, you put in the work and yeah, you yeah. could always put in a little more, but at the same time you're working, you're creating other things, you're living life. Yeah. And there's only so much fucking person can do at once and and also live and enjoy life. You know? Yeah, it's so true. Sometimes I kind of kick myself for not doing enough and I feel like – but the thing is, is I'm doing so many different things, you know, music and then trying to run this business and yeah. then actually working to sustain my life living yeah um and then i love acting too so like i still will be getting doing auditions online so that's a lot i kind of wanted to get into i remember i remember there was like some that's something my parents always wanted to get me into yeah and when you were talking about how you were when you were a kid i was a lot like that too yeah it's hard to kind of imagine that I'd be so outgoing and <laughs> like, I'm, it's not hard. Just like, no, but as a kid, I was like a ball of fucking energy. Really? I, I was talking to uh, my grandfather over Christmas. He's my step grandfather. I was talking to him and he was telling me, he's like, dude, it was like you were on cocaine all oh the time. Oh my God. <laughs> I would dress up That's every so day. Funny. I had a ton of fucking costumes and I would dress up as something different every day. That's the and type of shit that I would do. And I would act it out all day. And my parents were like, this kid is so charismatic and energetic and fucking, we got to get him into acting. So they put me into like these acting classes and I would go to Mm -hmm. auditions and shit from like 10 to 12. And I did a couple commercials. And at the time I didn't like it. I was like, really like, fuck this, like just aggro preteen skater kid. I just wanted to skate and I felt like they were forcing it on me but yeah now i look at it it's like fuck did i fuck up yeah i should have taken that opportunity um but i i like the idea of acting i like the idea of writing um a story of writing a movie yeah i actually thought about that too i there's so many things i want to do within acting and music and they really go hand in hand a lot. And, you know, a lot of artists, look at Lady Gaga. You know, a lot of artists look will either. Jared Leto. Yes. So I'm really trying to do, whether it's acting or music that really pushes me into the industry, I'm open to either because I know that when I start doing one thing, then I can start doing the other platform. It goes again to the, that, that TikTok thing. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. And that's why we do try at these fucking platforms, you know? Yeah. I even got a TikTok. I know. I've been seeing your stuff. I was like, you need to get on there. Me to fucking do it. And it's like, all right, I guess I'll do it and I'll do it in my own style. 
Yeah. And I don't even go through TikTok videos. I literally just get just on upload. and I post. That's fine. You just have to be consistent. Me. I got to be a little more consistent. Yeah. Well, but, you know, too. some are like, don't get viewed at all. Some have like 600 fucking views. I know. It's like, I don't know what's going on. Here. I know. It's so what annoying. want to see. Because I'll upload like a video that I think is so funny and it's like. Yeah. They are pretty funny. And then you just, they get no views and then you're just like, okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> just another one but, in there. Yeah. The algorithm is like, who knows but how it works. It. Hey, you're shooting a shot. Yes. You know. And that's what's important. Yeah. It's, as long as you keep creating. Yeah. Know, any new plans, any new music that you want to work on? You said you kind of wanted to follow that sound. Yes. A yes. A little bit. And maybe an EP or a project would be kind of cool. I know. I know. I really want to. I The thing is, is I have so many songs written with guitar that i want to get them produced but it just hasn't really fully happened yet i kind of think i have to find the right producers um so i'm kind of just focusing more on like electronic poppy stuff but i'm going to be working with this one dj slash producer um that one of my friends knows that's has a probably the biggest following of anyone that i've worked with debatably. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I'm going through some tracks right now and writing to some stuff. Um, and that's really my next step, um, where I'm going right now. And then I'm definitely trying to get back into gigging. I, you know, and it's like obviously been really hard with COVID. Um, but I'm, I made some connections with someone who, um, his uncle was a famous jazz musician and owned a jazz club in New York city. So I'm trying to potentially, um, I love jazz music too, like Amy Mm -hmm. Winehouse, modern jazz and like old jazz. So I'm potentially trying to start performing up there a little bit. I think so too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so I'm trying to get a gig up there as well. Um, I would love to, perform with some jazz musicians you know like classic jazz yeah. i think it'd be so dope so. i think we just gotta start going to the open jams i know i'm in a very similar spot i want to i want to start performing again i make music but i want to have live musicians redo my tracks or reproduce or add things mm-hmm. onto it and just create something there that is more than me in a sense yeah because i've just been creating you know and and it's all well and good, but I want to create with other people. Yes. So maybe that's something we could talk to with yeah. Lorenzo tonight and, yeah. and Trey when we go see him. And, you know, because that'd be something cool, you know, where mm-hmm. you have your stuff already written and the, and the music played out and you know they can add their own flair to it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's awesome, though. There's an open jam on Tuesdays up here. Where I haven't been going because I have work, but. Trey and Lorenzo have been going. So it's up at uh, Hullabaloo. It's like subculture coffee, I think. They oh. own it or something. I don't know if it yeah. is a subculture. I need to go. But I played at the subculture. They're all going there. They're all going um, uh-huh. and having open jams every Tuesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, down. I need to start going. We should start going. Yeah. I, I have it. And it's like jazz, you know? Yes. It's like the funky Buddha. Trey said yes. to me that. It's basically the closest thing to the Funky Buddha. I miss the Funky Buddha. It's like became the robot brewing company, yes. right? Is it is that still open though? No, they closed. Even even the robot brewing was like 
kept it kind of going. Yeah. And that had its own vibe. But yeah, they're closed. Because of COVID. The, yeah, I think a year, almost two years now. So sad. I miss the funky Buddha days. Time just fucking flies. Isn't that where you met? Is that where you met Lorenzo? That is where I met Lorenzo. I met Lorenzo, I think he was 20 years old. Uh-huh. And um, I was going to the, the Buddha and he was playing bass. And I was so fucking impressed with how he was playing <laughs> bass that I walked up to him. Because back in the day, I don't know what I was doing. I, I don't know what, what energy I had. But I just fucking would go there by myself. And, that, and awesome. I just started meeting them. I met Trey and I met them. And I would always just start it off by going up to him and being like, yo, that was fucking dope. Would you want to come up and, and jam with me? <laughs> and so I'd round up people and I would just act, like randomly ask, but not really. I just the yeah. people that I vibe with or yeah. that I thought was yeah. like, whoa, this is this guy's sick. Mm-hmm. So that's how it happened. And I asked him to play. We played. He gave me his number, and then I don't think we met up. And I think that meeting you, you told we made me the connection. Yeah, you told me point. about Lorenzo or something, mm-hmm. and you gave me his number to record, and it was Lorenzo. That's so funny. And that's and that kind of just you know. Isn't that so fun? I mean, yeah. it's like Boca Del Rey is like it's really kind of a small town. Yeah. But it's just funny because I remember I I think you probably asked like oh who records your music and I was like oh Lorenzo one of my good friends. He's amazing. If you want to record with him, like here's his info. And you're like, oh wait, yeah, the skinny guy that plays bass. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, and I live right so next. So funny. Room. Yeah, that you guys was the both lived in. Part. Yes, he still lives there. I was like, Damn, motherfucker, I live right next <laughs> to you, bro. I could have been recording this whole time. It's so funny. Yes, I remember that, man. And then time just fucking flew by. You know? I know. It's I crazy. Open up that first one, and yeah. You know, the connection I've made with him is, is crazy, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing that it's like, it's just meant to be. Those things are, you know, signs yeah. that it's like, oh, it's meant to be. And I've noticed so many people f- moving to Florida, moving to South Florida. Things are like, I think Florida is going to be and you see how California hub. was. Yeah. California that's what is I think. like crazy right now, too. Yes. Like crime are, and shit. Yes, so a lot of people, people are, are moving out of there too. And it's so expensive. And mm. New York has similar issues, but not like California. Yeah. And Florida's the wild, wild east. It is. And everyone's fucking moving here. Yeah. Disney's Disney is shutting down part of their operation in California, moving two thousand employees to Orlando. Florida. Really? Wow. Yes. And um, all these fucking entrepreneurs and businessmen and People from New York are moving to yeah. people are moving operations to Puerto Rico and to Florida. It's really? crazy. Yes, it's crazy. Dang. And um, so I think we're in the right spot. And whether you go to New York or anything, the connections you've made here, like yeah. something's something's gonna go on. And I think yeah. down here is gonna be how California was fifteen. Yeah. 15 years ago how holly it was all about hollywood was over there and it's still there yeah i think that's just gonna come to miami south florida yeah. fort lauderdale it should i mean it's, it already is the the fucking lifestyle like you said it's a materialistic whatever but, but yeah it's just sad it was, it's a part of it it's yeah it's part of the appeal it's the mm-hmm. sex drugs and rock and roll that yeah. miami has had since the 80s that's true you know? miami's crazy but yeah but it, it the, the the vibe of miami has floated all over south florida mm-hmm. south florida has yeah. this 
the things that we love about it, the things that make us not so fond of it. I know. You yeah. Know? Well, that's the thing. Like South Florida is home. So I don't want to like just completely leave. Like I definitely see myself kind of going back and forth between here and whether it's New York, LA, or even Nashville um, for music and acting, whatever, you know, I kind of just, I, I, I need, I know I need somewhere. Yeah. I need somewhere else to get started creatively. I think I, I need to get started and yeah. then be able to have the freedom to travel and work remote when I can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I just need to make more connections and get to other spaces. If while... it's calling you, that's what you got to do. Yeah. You know? Definitely. And then you just figure out the ways to get it done and you get out there. Mm-hmm. You fly your two cats out there with Dude, you. Dude, I know. I'm like stressing about it already. You know? Yeah. It's a whole thing. And I just found out I need another foot surgery, what which is so annoying. I fucked up my foot when I was 15 and it's like a whole thing. Anyone who knew me in high school knows that I've like <laughs> was the girl with foot problems. You broke you broke your foot? I broke my ankle and then like the arch of my foot collapsed and I had surgery, but it just wasn't really didn't fix it. So I need to get an, another surgery, but I have to be off of my foot for like two months. A long time. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, I guess I'm gonna just get an online job and <laughs> I mean, like, I don't even know, like, cause everybody's I'm like, I want to make money. I want to take that time to yes, make, keep making music, but make money and just yeah, save. But I'm going to have to, it's going to be a complete lifestyle change. But and you're all set going with the surgery. It needs to be done. Yeah. But I don't, what's I'm gonna going to wait until probably like this summer and stuff. What? Put, what's going on with your foot? Like it's like the arch of my foot. It's so not my foot, but my knee, my hip and my lower back. Like everything is off because my one foot is off. So my whole alignment is off. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. It sucks, is. but it's like, it just, I need to get it done and fixed while I'm young so that I can, yeah. especially if I'm going to move to a city where everyone fucking walks, like, you know what I mean? I need to get it fixed. But, um, it's just this, this year, there's a lot going on and my sister is pregnant and wow. she's expecting a kid in April, which I'm super excited about. But Auntie Allie. I know it's crazy. I'm gonna be that the fun crazy. aunt. But um, yeah, this this year is full of a lot of exciting things, and I know it's gonna be very transitional for me. But it's also like a little overwhelming because I'm like, okay, there's like some a lot of things going on that I need to get done. But I'm also very very grateful that I have so much going on and like the opportunities to move forward. I yeah. guess you know. Yeah, it's a good year for it. I feel I feel the energy of this year, you know? Yeah. In a sense. Like, I feel like 2020, for a lot of people, planted a seed. Yes. 2021, you water it, let let it start to grow, and then 2022 blooms. Yeah, it starts to bloom. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. I've just been having – 2021, I've had crazy signs, you know, like really crazy signs. In life, and I've tell had, me more about that. I'm curious. So yeah, I was gonna ask you because you know you're into astrology. Oh yeah, I'm into all that. that nature, but like, I'm that crazy hippie chick. <laughs> 2021, and towards the end of it, I had some really wild experiences. Okay. I saw a fucking UFO for one, with three other witnesses in the car. Whoa. That was really fucking intense. Um, 
And then another experience, I can go into that if you want me to go into that. I know that's kind of just throwing it out there. No, I want to hear about it. I just, we, there's a lot of, if you're going to. We were driving from, I had spent the whole day and this is when I was kind of realizing like I was fully like, oh yeah, I'm done with, with my ex Mm -hmm. at the time. I was like, this is, this is just not going to work. And so I went out all day and I stayed out with the guys and went to the, the horse races. And then we went out to a couple bars. And I wasn't drinking. I was the driver. You know, we're driving up on 95 about three in the morning. And I see this fucking. So pretend what I'm pointing at is just the night sky. Let's say we're Mm -hmm. looking at it as you're driving. Um, And I see this big light like a comet, kind of like a comet with like a purple streak going like this. But it's like really fucking bright. All right. It's really bright. And it's going like this. And I'm like, what? is that and i point it out and all the guys in the car see it and they're like what the fuck and it's going upwards and then it stops and then there's no more trail it's just like this one big light all right and then this light starts going from up here right it went like this all the way up here turned into this ball Mm -hmm. then it started moving over here (laughs) then it started moving over here (laughs) then it started moving over here what the fuck and that's basically what everyone's saying in the car what the fuck is that yeah and then it kind of starts to glimmer away and like you know kind of like shine bright and dim and shine bright and then it turns into three orbs (laughs) all right and then those three orbs start disappearing (laughs) and appearing in other spots like this and then it just disappears completely and so that Dude, was just like a really the super mind-blowing experience. And that's exactly our reaction. We were like, what the fuck? How did he not crash? I I had this overwhelming feeling of like, wow, I don't understand or know what this is, but I feel it. And I, was, mm-hmm. I just felt like this was some sort of, I don't know. Like I just felt for you. just lucky to even be present to see yeah. that, right? Yeah. Because I'm so into... yeah into the universe in a sense yeah i know that there's shit out there and it's crazy to think that there's not yeah and so to have finally like a experience that kind of validates whatever that may be yeah you know it could be government testing i have i know i know whatever they got is crazy because that just did things that no no plan does that's crazy. So I had a real wild experience. I never talked about it on the podcast. I we I just talked about it with those guys. Uh-huh. You know? And uh, and then towards the end of the year, I think this was around um, November. So this was around November, and mm-hmm. I fucking was uh, no, actually it was December. It was right at the start of December. This was a month ago, almost. And I was driving from. Boca to work and then from work I was dropping off my stuff at this apartment. I was moving things into that this apartment. So I was hectic back and forth, you know, going to the bank and getting checks. This past year. This the yeah, just okay. So I'm on Yamato. I'm pulling up behind a car. This car is like kind of going like she's gonna go, but she stops. And I was looking over to my left to see if cars were coming, which no cars were coming. But she stopped right in front of me. I thought she was gonna go. Boom! I kind of tapped her, oh, her bumper yeah. a little bit. Right? She gets out, 
And I'm like, are you okay? Is everything okay? I didn't, I wasn't going fast, but she was kind of like holding her neck. She's mm. like, you know, and she's like, oh my God. I'm like, are you okay? I was like, you know what? Let's get out of the road. Let's pull over this gas station mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we'll trade Figure information. It out. Yeah. So we're going and I'm behind her and I have this, this moment of like a, my angel and my devil speaking to me. And I'm like, I can keep going here or I could just dip because she didn't fucking see my license plate. Right. I had this, you know, internal conflict, but I'm like, no, you know what? It's going to be, it's better that I just fucking do it because karma. Yes. Know? That's so true. Karma. And real. it wasn't a big deal. It was just a little tap. Right. It's not like I slammed in. Yeah. Going yeah. Full speed. I was just from my stop to mm-hmm. whatever. So I pull in there. Dude, this lady ends up being a psychic. I hit, a psychic oh. who proceeded to tell me things about my life that I was going through that I that I that I was having internal conflicts about. What? Yes. Oh my god. She was god. telling me wild shit, you know. She was telling me wild shit that I that resonated with me. And so I had like these weird experiences that have been bringing me closer to I don't know, a more spiritual side of mm-hmm. me that I had when I first started me making music and that kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know what what's happened, but I've had it there just some, some, for some reason it's calling me a little more. Yeah. And I feel like this is more of the year where I just get, get in to touch become with in, in tune with myself and who I'm supposed to be and, and work at it and see what the fuck happens. You know, that's, amazing and going back to the alien thing it's really interesting because a lot of people believe that spirituality and like meditation and awareness and consciousness is how you get connected with aliens because somehow well they say that your thoughts are like wavelengths yeah it's a frequency yeah and And they list they can hear it or whatever and it's I don't know like how it fucking works or how to explain yeah. it, but no, it's I know so what true. you're saying. Um, and I think that's also how the higher power, whether they're a part of it or not. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, no, this, you know, it's how you connect. That's with what it. we've been trying to, whether it's science or whether it's religion. Yeah, that's what we've been trying to explain. And I think that they are two sides of the same coin. And they're just explaining things from two different sides. Yeah. Science ex- is trying to its best to explain how Logically. it works. Mm-hmm. Whereas religion tries to explain the deeper meaning of it, you know? Yeah. And just to believe. But but, but it is a frequency. Our thoughts, our frequencies, yeah. our, our brains create these electromagnetic waves. There's mm-hmm. a documentary with this doctor, Stephen Greer, I think is his name. And he's been uh, doing UFO stuff for years, like 30 plus years. He does. Is he like the aliens guy? He's on the a- ancient aliens show at times. Is he, he was, the one with the crazy hair? Jo- no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, this is a guy with the glasses, but he ha- he's had some crazy experiences. Mm-hmm. And he does actually these retreats where um, he takes people that are really good at meditation like practice meditation a lot they go meditate in a fucking part somewhere out in the woods or some these 
certain areas. And then they see UFOs. They meditate, mm -hmm. thinking about it for a couple hours, and the UFOs do pop up. Yes. And they have video recordings, and they have this different sessions over the years of their video recordings of UFOs in the sky after them fucking flexing their mind for about yeah. 10 hours. There's you know a video I mean? of that that in Vero. Yes. On the I beach. There's tons of UFO videos in, in Florida. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, there's a video of like, and that's kind of when I first started to, I don't know if someone showed me that years ago, but that's when I first started to realize like, oh, like we can connect with other beings through meditation, yeah. you know, and people who are like, oh, it's bullshit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just, there is. Some people are so close minded, but. And it's, and it's what crazy is it's all right in front of us. Mm -hmm. And it's all and humans as smart as we are. And in all our hubris, we fail to kind of, not everybody, but a lot of us, it seems like we fail to feel what is around us or see what is really like mm -hmm. the the fact we have Wi-Fi, this yeah. invisible energy that's going around, and it we're recording my this, mind. and we're putting it on Spotify after this. It really blows my right? mind. But that's some invisible energy. They got satellites out in the sky. Everything can be explained by math. It's crazy. <laughs> I sometimes will just sit and be like, how does technology or any of this exist? And then I, I just try not to think about I it think because it's my like mind a modern, just... modern alchemy. Yeah, know? it is. We figured out how to how to manipulate things around us to such an extent, you know? And yeah, it might not be magical like in Harry Potter or some yeah. shit where you can just fucking conjure it up, but shit, we can really. Yeah, you know? because there used to be just nothing and then somehow we created all of we, this yeah, from <laughs> materials that already existed because you can't create energy. Yeah. Even though you think it seems like what you can, the, you what can't. What is the law? It can't be created nor destroyed. Destroyed, right? yeah. Well, how about this? Think about this. That's how we have these laws of physics and laws that are relative to our universe. What if there's just a completely whole different set of laws that work in a whole different set of universe? That's so true. I didn't that's think what, about it like that's that. That's what I think UFOs and shit are. You know, like that type of technology is uh, something that doesn't, that can manipulate more than yeah. we can manipulate. No, I mean, 100%, because there's things that can't be explained, you know. Yeah. But, hey, I don't know. Now this is where we get into the esoteric part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I like. What got you into astrology? Is there certain signs you saw in your life? I mean, you had a, you had a serious experience at a young age. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been able to in a sense, communicate with your dad? Yes. So I have had many experiences um, happen when I was too young to remember, but my mom and my sister, I remember for a while after my dad died, everywhere we went, like stores and stuff, the fire alarm would go off. And they were like, why? And then in our house too, we had like a fire alarm or whatever. And we're like, why does the fire alarm keep going off? No way. Yeah. So that was like one thing that was weird. Um, and then as I got older, and well, it's interesting. It, I should note that before my dad, I think when he was sick, I started getting into yoga. Like my mom had like the old VHS tape. Oh, and yeah. I just was like called to it. And I don't know. I just loved it from like six, seven years old. 
Um, and then I got back into it when I was 18 and really connected to my spirituality at that time. Um, but I don't know. I've just had a lot of like weird signs and experiences. Like my dad's favorite bird was a cardinal. And, and, that's what you so, and I see, well, I'll see it sometimes. Yeah. And like sometimes I'll be thinking of him and then I'll see a cardinal or yeah. I'll see a red truck, which yes. he drove a red truck and like just things like that. And I'm like, it wouldn't, nothing can it, it just doesn't make sense. Yes. You know what I mean? But it does make sense at the same right. time. Yeah. That's um that's the type of synchronicity I feel like. And yes. those are good term. And I think when you're in tune with who you are and who you're meant to be and you're mm-hmm. working towards that, you can see those things. Yeah. And notice them a little yes. better. Yeah. When you're aligned and, and aware, I think that's when you really start to see things. So the fact that you are seeing things is a good sign because you're really, yeah. I think, coming to where you need to be at this point in your life. And and it gives you that sense of understanding of, wow, there's something more greater. greater yeah. You know, that yeah. we're all a part of. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's scary because I don't know about you, but as I get older, I think when I hit 25, and this was like the middle of the pandemic, like the middle of lockdown, I should say. I started thinking about death a lot. Like I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I don't know. I just never thought about death, like my own death until I hit like 25 and I was like, holy shit, I'm getting old. Like, I don't know. But as I get older, you know, I I really started to like worry about that at one point, but then Mm -hmm. I got back in touch with my spirituality, I guess. And, you know, I'm you know, I do believe in a higher power and you just have to trust and have faith that when you die, it's not just nothingness because I don't know, that's fucking scary. Yeah. I think of lots of crazy things. And death is something I think about too much for my own liking. Yeah. Like I really think about it a lot and it fuels me a lot at the same time. Yeah. And I have weird run-ins with death and yesterday i was driving i was driving home from work and i saw a dead cat on the road right over here stop yes heartbreaking dead cat on the road and i drove past and then it was really eating at me i pulled in i even pulled into my apartment went through the gate and everything it was eating at me and i was like fuck i have gloves in the car I went back. I fucking pulled him out of the road. The cat looked. The cat looked very similar to my old cat, too. Before Finn? No, or Finn. 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 Oh and my god! Like, like a short-haired version of Finn. It's heartbreaking. Aww. And I pulled him out of the road and I put him on the side, like where the grass and trees were, and I kind of petted his his head and yeah. And it was just fucking weird, man. And um, and it broke my heart. And. I, before like earlier that day i don't know if you saw my instagram story i drew this like skeleton um on a boat with a paddle i don't know i see a lot of your stuff that you draw that's greek it's this greek mythology because i've been taking a a greek mythology book that i have Mm -hmm. and i've been drawing like the scenes from there but in my own style and so i drew this dude And so this is the, what, Chiron, I think. 
And it's the guy that basically like walks the souls or boats the souls over safely to the next life. Mm-hmm. And I drew that earlier yesterday. And then me fucking going to see this, like move this cat, move this cat out of the road. Out of you just are respect. like, <laughs> I was like, fuck it. What the fuck, man? I was like the, I was you that guy. The, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just Crazy. weird things weird yeah. scenes in life and i've had many yeah and i find that interesting and i f- and i find a lot of uh similarities there with you know for example i had a friend who passed away on a motorcycle accident and um last text he said to one of my best friends was i'm gonna be on you like a hawk that was his last text tool mm-hmm and uh, on on the way to like his not funeral but like memorial service mm-hmm. that was in Daytona and stuff, I was driving with that with that best friend, and uh, we had the moonroof down or the sunroof down, and I think we just smoked a little joint, and we we're thinking about him obviously. And I look up and there's these two hawks flying right over us and we're on like four the 417 you know what i mean like we're going kind of fast like 60 and they're like right over us like perfect view of the yeah from the sunroof like this uh-huh and i was like john you know look up and there's these two hawks and it hit them and this is a guy who's very atheist guy not a spiritual guy okay and that sign hit him you know yeah and just just signs you know my buddy chase who got me into making music and um, we started making music together when we were 14. He was telling me things to do that we're doing now when we were like 16. He was ahead of his time really. And, um, you know, unfortunately I've talked about it on this podcast and the listeners probably know, but you know, he passed away when we were 20 and shot and actually shot through the heart. But ever since he passed away, I was seeing signs from him. Hearts everywhere. I remember you mentioned this to me. You would see hearts. It started because I was thinking about him maybe a month Mm -hmm. after it happened. I was really just like kind of still broken up about it. And at the beach, and I was drinking a beer, thinking about him. And I said, I'll pour one out for the homie. And I poured it out into the sand. And I looked down, and on the sand, there was a perfect imprint of a heart. I took a picture of it, and I saved it. I started taking pictures of all the hearts. Yeah. And I had this big folder of all Mm -hmm. the hearts. But it was a sign that follows me. I mean, shit, even now the the company I have and the logo I designed was the heart. Mm -hmm. You know? And so it's just... um, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And it's funny because when you told me that, this was like maybe a couple years ago, you told me that. Like within a day or two, like I saw a heart on like a random. I don't. I don't remember what it was, but I remember taking it. I thought of you and I took a picture of it and sent it to you because I was like, I felt like it was like yeah. intuitively like connected. You know what's and- crazy is that when I have shared that, people notice that. Yeah. And um, I had an ex girlfriend through college that, you know, not having knowing him, had full on dream about him. What? Or like. Where I think it was a dream, but she said she like woke up and saw him like this really tall figure, which he was six foot seven. Oh wow! Um, like outside of the window, mm-hmm. you know, like some creepy shit. But Slender Man. <laughs> yeah, but he's just this tall guy, and um, yeah, just but he, you know, just 
the science kind of going. Like multiple people yeah. have kind of pointed out the, yeah. the hearts. And I've always looked at it as, uh, okay, maybe I'm where I'm supposed to be. Or yeah. Maybe this is. It's endearing. Like, to, yeah. It's not like, oh, fuck, this is depressing. Knowing, it's but knowing at the same time. Yeah. It's like, I'm here with you. I'm, yeah, it's I'm, sad. Yeah. And, it's sad, but it's like, I'm here with you. I'm guiding you. And you have to keep going because you have to keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no other option. No. And you're into the astrology. Do you know much about? Yes. Astrology? No. Yeah. I'm I wanted to really get. I wanted to touch back on that. But so, after that, like meeting with the psychic lady. Yeah. What did she? she what uh, else did she say? Did she talk about your sign or anything? She just like, at first she was like, "Oh, I've been in." She was in accidents before. Mm. and um so she was just like first of all shook you know and like was kind of like uh bringing back a pain or whatever what, but her throat she's chakra? like an older she's, she's like, like grabbing her lady. neck that's her throat chakra. Yeah, she was like an older lady <laughs> what was her name by the way and uh fuck if i know i'm okay. so bad with that okay no honest, if it was in boca because I, I feel like to i, be, I know to be honest few... she could have been a goddamn angel i don't even know yeah she told me to slow the fuck down that's what it, it basically came down to in life and but on the she road. Said, yeah, but she she said, um, first off, she's like, I she's like, I knew I was getting hit today. Like, I woke up this morning, I knew I was gonna get hit, and, she, and I was like, okay, well, at least you know we're you're good, and here's my information. It wasn't yeah, anything and you're horrible. like not we a piece of shit. We started talking, you know. Then we started talking in Spanish because she was Spanish. Okay, and she's basically telling me that. She's basically telling me not to feed into my dark side, uh, you know, that I have to start going more towards my light side, you know? Okay. What is your dark side, can I ask? I think that my dark side is a, um, it's nothing malicious or anything like that. It's a self- Self-destructive. Self-destructive yeah. no. dark side. Yeah. I mean, that's usually what people's dark side is. And yeah. I don't see you as someone who's going to hurt other people. Just hurt yourself. Yeah. And it's basically that. And it's and it, I think it just has to deal with my own pleasures and addictions and things like that. You know? And yeah. things that I want to clean up and that I think about all the time. And, um, and she's basically telling me that there's these – she saw like angels or whatever, this energy – around me that's protected me and guided me through all this fucking time and she's just telling me wild shit like that but it was kind of just hitting more of the core of where where i'm at and to slow down and to start to meditate and get in touch with the light and things that i've been thinking about in my own way mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah um and i don't know i haven't I wasn't into astrology or anything like that, but hearing certain astrology things here and there that I've somehow gotten to find and read. Yeah. So did she pick up on your sign or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She picked up on all of that. So what is your sign? I don't even know. I don't I'm think. a Pisces. Okay. So wait, before we go any further, can I just tell you what I know about Pisces? Sure. Let's see. Okay. Hear it. So obviously, you know, Every sign is different. There's not like a, I don't know. This is just generally what I know about Pisces. So Pisces, I know a lot of Pisces. It's actually, I get along with Pisces really well. 
So Pisces are, they work really hard. They always like to stay moving. So meaning they can't just sit around and do nothing. They have to get up and do something, whether it's work or working out or being around people, they have to be doing something. It's very rare that they just stop and do, like they're not lazy signs. Um, Generally, Pisces are also very creative and they're very neat. And Pisces can be emotional. And I've noticed that a lot of Pisces women can be a little airheaded. Um, But I don't really see that with men. But I think that's mainly what I know about Pisces. But and I think they're so they're water signs. So water signs tend to always be moving because water is always moving. And generally they love the water as well. They're spacey. They can get lost in those deep oceans, you know. It's true. That's true. And the sign is also this is what I've been and what I've been, I don't know, what's resonating with me the most for some reason. So it's the fish is going up and the fish is going down. Mm-hmm. So one's pointed upwards and one's doing good and Angel working and the towards devil. the, yes, you know, <laughs> the, the up and the down, right? Yep. And it's which one is leading the direction. Yeah. And that constant balance. I've learned a lot of these characteristics I do fit in, you know, with the creativeness and, and art and everything mm-hmm. and emotional, right. And intuitive, yeah, you know, to a fault. And, um, I don't know. I've just always gotten a sense of things and I call things out. And so things like that, um, in relationships of like, once I'm done with a relationship, it's done, it's moved on. It's I'm, I'm now in another ocean you know in another area swimming you know mm-hmm. it's in the past that type of thing i've seen i've learned it's like the the last sign and that supposedly this sign is the last cycle of all the signs so being interesting that they've lived all the other signs and this is the last wow and that kind of scares i didn't me. know that yeah that kind of scares me and the Pisces seem to have aspects of all, and that's why they're the most empathetic, right? They can feel and pick up the energies the most is because they're the they have a bit of all the signs. Yeah. And so things like that, like me going out, I like to go out, but I like to do something when I'm going out, like play pool or you know what I mean, or like mm-hmm. actually hang out and yeah. talk to people, not be in a you know, in like a really packed place and loud and mm-hmm chaotic i feel too much energies like i yeah. legit pick up on everything i pick up on my roommate is like that she's a pisces on. i can't fucking do it dude yeah you know i can tell these people are gonna fight before they're gonna fight yeah you know like i pick up on energy like that yeah and so these are things that i've kind of been learning and picking up and yeah it's 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 i don't know it's resonating yeah. with me because i've lived it for all these years throughout my 20s and learned about it without knowing about it does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't into it, really. I still yeah. don't know. Like I can't read and know much about you, you and your sign like that. You right. Know? I know you're a Taurus, right? Yeah. You're a Taurus. How did I did I say that? I don't remember saying that. I think 
Well, I think we probably I've talked just about it known before. About it. Yeah. yeah, I post a lot of a lot about it on social right. media. Like sometimes I'll randomly be like, a Taurus. "Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah." So, what do you know about Tauruses then? Well, Taurians. I know they're very hardworking. They can be very good with money. Um, Debatable. <laughs> well, at least like can the, be. <laughs> some of the Taurus I've know are pretty. Taurus women I know are like really good with money. Yeah, and are independent. Like that's self, very true. Like yeah. independent. Um, stubborn. I don't know. It's tough to say. Stubborn for sure. Stubborn because they're smart. Because you know, you know what I mean. And that's one thing I've like. We gotta we gotta trust our instincts. Yeah, we have to trust our instincts yeah. and our guts and and just go with it. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about all I know about the Taurus. I don't look at. I look more into my accurate. own sign than than the others. Yeah, you know? I'm not trying to just no. Like same. I look into my sign and then signs that match with me, which are earth and water. Mm-hmm. And there's fire and air, which I know enough about, but. No, I don't but... believe astrology is like a the end all. They, they don't they they reveal characteristics of yes. who you might who is, you tend to be. It's like if you if you're an avatar in a game mm-hmm. and you have skill points, right? <laughs> and you're born in this, and these are your skill points. You got you got ups in these skill points, yes. right? You're pretty high yes. in these. Whether you develop them or you do them through life and your experiences and yeah. how you turn out and your personality and all these other crazy factors yeah. that we have. Exactly. You know, then that's up to you. Yes. But these are your core characteristics mm-hmm. that you're going to follow because it's all tied to our the planets, mm-hmm. our planet, the planet around us, the Which sun, the crazy. fucking the the stars, the sun, the moon, the, the stars, stars. That humans <laughs> have been studying for yeah. millennia. It's crazy. But yeah, I 100% agree. It's not the end all like, oh, well, I'm a bitch because I'm a Taurus. Well, like, that's just no, over- it's just you're just a bitch. Generalization. <laughs> yeah. 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 But at the same time, whenever I meet new people, I'm like, oh, what's your sign? Because and then people are like, oh, she's one of those girls. But it's like, I just find it interesting. People always you know? do that to me. But, you know, people are going to judge no matter what. So fuck, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's just something I've recently been getting into. Yeah. And I think this year is, I don't know, it's like it's in the air. It's palpable. Like I, I can feel it. Yeah. You know? It's the blooming year. Yeah. It's time to get it. There's it so much. There's so many people making money in ridiculous ways. Mm-hmm. It's time to fucking get it. I know. That's how um, I feel. I had a meeting today about... NFTs with uh, okay. a buddy, of a friend of mine, and um, he's willing to invest into a project that I could start designing an NFTs. I don't know how okay. much you know about NFTs. Um, I don't really know not much. much. About, I don't know much about NFTs, yeah. but I know that it's people generating all this artwork, and then people buy it. And they sell it for more money, and it mm-hmm. just keeps going up and up and up. Eventually, not all of them. A lot of them fail, right? But yeah. some of them are worth those board apes. I'm sure you've seen the board ape NFT on social media, right? A little bit. It's like some monkey or whatever yeah. other NFTs that pop up on social yeah. media. That one is worth eight hundred thousand dollars. It's crazy. There is originally they said they put them out in sets. The original set is ten thousand of them. So right now there's ten thousand of them worth at eight hundred thousand dollars. 
people own them. People, some people own one or whatever, two, and then they just sell them. And um, so there's 10,000 of them at 800,000. So you never know. Like there's some that are at a million, some that are a lot of them that are popping up. People are minting, which is like buying, buying them and then selling them when that's a little higher. Yeah. More people buy them. Mm-hmm. And so they'll buy ones that are like a hundred bucks or 200 bucks or something. But in Bitcoin or Ethereum is what yeah. they use, right? Another coin. The artist gets a royalty fee on each time someone buys and sells it. So those 10,000, if they do end up some people buying them or 10,000 people buying them for 200 bucks, not only do you make that, but you also make a 5% commission or a 10% commission on, uh, yeah, people are getting rich off of them and I'm trying to get on that shit. Yeah. I and feel I can, you. We you got to talk teach about me. it more. Yeah. But unfortunately we got wrapped up with time. Yeah, we've been talking a lot. And we, Good conversations. now we got Lorenzo. Knocking at the door, yep. so we got to get him in here. <laughs> um, Allie, thank you for coming. This was a good time. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed it. I loved it for I my first podcast experience. It. Yes. How'd you How'd you like it? I loved it. Good. It's amazing. It is a cool vibe, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. We have really good conversations regardless, so. Yes. No, we got to get you back in here. Trey, you know what? It would be good to have you, me, and Trey because he's also into – he's like a guru shaman dude about astrology. Wait, really? I didn't know <laughs> yeah. this. I know, you know Trey, him and Lorenzo but I didn't... have the same exact birthday. They're both Leos. Oh, really? Yes. I knew Lolo was a Leo. I call him Lolo, but yes, that's so funny. All right. Well, to the listeners, make sure you check out Ali Embry on Spotify, iTunes, um, what is your yoga line called again? Spiritual Sisters. Spiritual Sisters. If you want some cool fucking merchandise. Yeah. Any right. females. If you want some, some yoga pants and make the ass look right, <laughs> Spiritual Sisters the ass is the look way. Tight. To, so yeah. it's shopspiritualsisters.com. Yes. And on Instagram, Spotify, and all that, it's A-L-I-E-M-B-R-Y. Perfect. So. Check and me we've out, got music as well. I'm probably going to put yeah. on one of our songs. Yeah. As a little we made a few song. tracks together. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. But we're going to go enjoy the night. Yes. Go out to Clematis. Have fun with our friends. Yes. Live our best life. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Peace out. Shorts and my thigh boots on all that turns you on I turn on the radio, you say that this shit blows Well babe, I'll sing you a song I line my lips with your kisses Your missus is calling you on the phone You pick up, say what's up, call her your buttercup I roll my eyes and then groan Take a hundred and roll it up low And now let's go insane Sitting with you I am your muse Wrap around me like a noose You hold me tight I take a bite I love it when I'm abused
Sitting with you 